Hello sacred souls and welcome to My Sacred Return, the podcast. I'm Liz and I created this space to help you connect with experiences that let you know you're understood. Whether you're struggling to juggle the weights of the world, feel like childhood wounds are still holding you back or just want to peek into the life of someone doing the work, I'm pretty sure that I have something for you here. So let's talk. Hello my sacred souls and welcome back to another episode of My Sacred Return the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Liz and if you're returning, thank you for being here yet again. So in today's episode, I really wanted to talk about my relationship with social media because again, it has changed and I feel like this is probably going to be the most significant change over the past at least since 2017 and so we'll get into that um so first of all I want to start off with kind of like what inspired this change and that is my last social media break now if you follow me on social media you'll know that I take breaks often especially from Twitter I take breaks from Twitter probably every I want to say two months it's it's become very like every two months and on Instagram maybe it would be probably every three months for like two weeks or the month or something and I just take a little break and then I come back but this time I took a break from Instagram and I actually pre-scheduled a lot of my posts so my posts were pre-scheduled to go up using an external app and then I also had assistance with kind of like reposting things if people had posted things because I just released a book so um or responding to some messages and things like that but I was able to take a break off Instagram and just you know get my bearings together and this was the first time that I actually made sure that my Instagram account was still being ran while I took a break and I did it for a few reasons one was for safety purposes which I'll probably talk about on another episode I'm just not ready to talk about that right now but um also I did it because I just released a book I thought you know I have to kind of keep the posts going keep the momentum going and I think it was the fact that although I was taking a break from Instagram my mind before even leaving went into so much preparation and even while I was gone I was making sure that it was still being around which made me realize that social media was still impacting too much on my life so I just released a book and so I released my book Labour of Love on my birthday which was March the 9th um and if you haven't checked that out you should go and check that out it's available on Amazon Um, But yeah, I released that book in March and I wanted to release it so that I could kind of close a chapter of my life and move into a new chapter. And I think taking this break really made me realise that I really have to separate who I was before I was 28 with who I am after 28. And if I kept the relationship that I had with social media before, well, that I've had for the past few years then it was going to continue and basically who I was before was going to pass over and I'm trying to separate the two. But because I just released a book, I was like, well, how do I leave social media and then still promote my book and things like that? Everyone's like, oh, push it out, you know, share your posts, like everyone has to read it. And I allowed external pressure as well as pressure that I'd put on myself to dictate how I moved and so even though I was taking a break there was still my heart was still thinking about I hope everything's being ran correctly while I'm not available I hope that the app is working and you know it's posting things in a timely fashion I would also get messages from friends um love them but I'd get messages from friends who would be like oh hey like you know you post like I've seen your new post and they'll be talking about it but because they were pre-scheduled, I couldn't remember which post was like for which day. So now I'm having to check in like my external app to check and see and, you know, have this conversation. And it really was just defeating the object of a social media break. Um, So I was like, yeah, 
I need to reflect. And so I reflected throughout April and I realized that Instagram makes me feel very overstimulated. Now, I always know social media is a distraction for me. Instagram, social media, Twitter, all of those things, they are a distraction for me. But I didn't realize how overstimulating they actually are for me. And the funny thing is about this, I have just come back to Instagram. So today is the 4th of May and I just came back to Instagram on the 1st of May. And I already can't wait to get off again because all of a sudden I've started to get headaches again and I haven't even been on my phone or like, you know, Instagram a lot, but it's just the kind of like, oh, you're back now, sending me posts, tagging me and things. And it's like overstimulated so quick and I'm now realizing how much Instagram and, well, I'm not back on Twitter, but Instagram specifically has this negative effect on my energy and like, physically the symptoms like I have been getting so much healthier in this time off and I've come back and I've got symptoms that I haven't had for a month so it's allowing me to really see where social media is playing a part in affecting my nervous system as well as just my um personality of not really caring for it like that so this break gave me that kind of like aha and made me really reflect. But before I reflect, I just want to give you a bit of a backstory with my relationship with social media from the very beginning. So I am someone who grew up on social media technically. I think by the time social media started to come into play, I think my generation was really the generation that was impacted by it the most. I am 28 years of age now. And so when I was first starting to use social media I would say it would be MSN like the messaging platform and I was in I've got to have been in year seven was I even before that and if you're listening from around the world then when you're in year seven it's when you go into secondary school and so you would be 11 years old so I was 11 years old when I was using social media platforms but I feel like I had access to it before then probably when I was like 10 in year six um I definitely had access to the internet way before then I had access to the internet in primary school I started using social media I didn't think of it like that but just now as I'm saying this I'm realizing there was something called Habbo Hotel if anybody remembers it it was like a game that you play and you can speak to people from different places and so I had that from primary school because I remember going into the computer room at primary school and playing that and speaking to strangers from across the world and I was definitely under the age of 10 years old. I also used to write to pen pals online and I also did this before MSN came about and that's when I started it. So all of this is happening while I'm in primary school under the age of 10 and I am on the internet talking to strangers across the world. Now, do I think that it had negative effects on me back then? I don't think it did as much as it has as time has gone by. I think back then I have always been the type of person that I like to talk to people. Um... I like to have conversations, learn about different people. I don't like to talk to everyone, but I like to talk to people where I feel like I can have a genuine conversation and it's not just kind of like surface level. So I've always been intrigued and that's been since I was a little girl. I would talk to strangers and yeah, that's me. So for the first few years, it helped me. I was able to see how people live different lives across the world, you know, speak to people, form friendships, get comfortable speaking to people, get comfortable asking people questions and being asked questions. So social media really did help me with that because although to some people, they probably thought I was really confident, I had a confidence issue and a self-worth issue for most of my upbringing. And so that really helped me a lot. Um, so I started off on social media very young and I was using it and I was speaking to people around you know the world and then around my city and staying in touch with friends and things like that now my relationship with social media however was always kind of up and down so I was the type of person who I would have social media and then I would just delete it out of the blue or I would have posts on Facebook and then I would just delete all of my posts off Facebook um I was constantly that type of person like changing all the time because I change all the time. I'm very, I think I'm a water sign, but I think a lot of my placements, they would say are kind of fixed, 
but I am very, hmm, I'm fluid to a point, so I can go with the flow, but as soon as I feel like I want to change something, usually I'll just jump ship and change it. Now, this has been a good thing for me and a bad thing for me, and I guess it's going to come full circle because it's kind of what I'm about to do now, but it's been a good thing for me because I used to be able to adapt to change very, very well, but it's been a negative for me because sometimes the reasons why I would want to change wouldn't be my own reasons. So there would be, for example, I remember growing up, my first big dream of what I wanted to be was a model. Out of everything, every passion I've ever had or anything that I've done, people look at me and they're like, you were destined to be a writer. And I'm like, I am. But I always, as a little girl, wanted to be a model. The people around me, I remember my karate um school everyone knew and my teacher was like he was gonna carry my bags when I get older and you know I'm gonna grow really tall because I was tall as a kid to a point so he was like I'm gonna grow really tall and I'm gonna be this model and he's gonna carry my bags for me and you know I'm gonna live this high life and so as a child I kind of like enjoyed myself and enjoyed being creative in terms of just trying different things because ultimately I was like one day I'm just gonna wake up walk down the street someone's gonna see me they're gonna be like you should model I'm gonna be famous and then my life's gonna change so I enjoyed the things that I was doing and creating because I I always knew like I'm very intelligent I have a lot of interests and a lot of gifts and I can do a lot of things so I'm never necessarily going to be on my face broke unable to pay bills or things like that because I have so many pockets and I knew this from a child but ultimately there's going to be a time when my life is going to change because of just who I am and I'm going to make the most of it and I'm going to be this famous model so Throughout my childhood, well, teenage life, adolescent, I would use social media and I would have bursts of confidence where I would post pictures. And I remember having, I think it was MySpace that I used the most. No, so before MySpace, there was Pixo. And on Pixo, I shared my creativity in terms of writing. So it would be like poetry, captions, or, you know, editing. Um, What would they call it now? A lot of the tech people use it, coding. I think it's coding. Yeah, it's coding. Um, I used to use that and I used to be able to switch things up, make things really cool and everyone would be like, oh, I want your layout. Like, do my page, you know, do my page. Or on MSN, they'd be like, do my um, display name. Like, make it like yours. Where do you find these letters and these fonts and these colours and how do you know the codes? And I've just always been that type of person. I like to be unique. I love to be unique, in fact. So I always wanted to do my own thing. And I think my friends knew from a very early point that if I do something, I'm very giving. So if I do something and you ask me for it, I'll give it to you. But now I have to change it because I can't be the same as you. So as far as they're concerned, it's easy. Like ask Ellis for something. She's going to give it and she'll change it. She'll change her page, but I want that page. So I would constantly be doing those things. And that's where I explored that creativity and people knew that I could do that. Then I got into using... And I was taking pictures of myself, by the way. Then I got into using MySpace and I started to take more pictures of myself and on Facebook. And at this point, I was exploring with like my creativity. I would take my mum's camera because at that time I was a child. I didn't have my own camera. Um, so I would take my mum's camera, take it out. I would set up these ways and make little photo shoots for myself. I would edit them. I would use my... Um, webcam on my computer or my laptop and take pictures and make them quite cool I used to have people stealing my pictures all the time and pretending that it was them and telling me it wasn't me um it was crazy but I always had this thing and always from a very young age it was like once I started to do something that was more like towards my genuine passion I would start to gain traction but I didn't like it because I felt overwhelmed but it wasn't necessarily that I didn't like 
the traction, I think one, I didn't understand my nervous system. So I didn't understand how to protect my energy. So the overwhelming feeling was a lot for me. But then also it always came with negativity. It always came with someone telling me I was too vain. I thought I was too special. I'm not even going to be a model anyway. I'm not even that pretty pointing at my flaws. Um, if you don't know, I have braces at the moment and I've always had gapped teeth. So that was something I was insecure about. So then people would bring that out um, say little things about my teeth, just like a lot of things. And then I also had, um, so I remember a time I was use a specific example as, as I was growing up and I was, you know, posting these pictures and modeling and doing all these things, I have always been inspired by things that happened way before my time. So I've been inspired by women from like the 50s and the 60s, the Dorothy Dandridges and the Marilyn Monroe's, the Audrey Hepburns, and I have all different sides to me. So sometimes I am very reserved, conservative. Sometimes I want to be a bit more free with expressing my sensuality. And as a child and a teenager, I kind of, I was exposed to so much growing up, there weren't any boundaries. So I didn't really know boundaries for myself in terms of what kind of pictures I should post or shouldn't post. And as a teenager with very big boobs at the time, it was like a thing people knew me for. And people would, you know, make up their assumptions of what type of girl I was because I had a big bust. And so I kind of played on it because I grew up listening to, you know, Jay-Z music and watching these films and watching documentaries of these women who were so timeless that were reserved and intelligent and creative, but people saw them as something else. And being a sex symbol, for example, it got them to where they needed to be. But really, everyone who knew them personally knew that they were a sweetheart. So in my head, I was like, this is great. Like, you know, I can turn any bad situation or negativity around. But I think now as an adult, I get it and I understand the recipe and I have that kind of like strength to be able to prevail throughout those experiences. But back then I didn't have all of it. So it really did wear me down. It really did make me upset. It sent me into depression. I've had so many experiences of people, you know, pointing fingers at me and calling me things that I'm not. And the example I was about to say a couple of minutes ago was, I remember a time where I'd posted a picture on one of the platforms, MySpace or Facebook, and I had on like a bra, you could see like, you know, I had a bra on, um, and I had a big chest at the time, so I think if someone else at that time, although I was still quite young, I must have been probably about 15, I want to say, but I think if someone else at that time would have taken a picture in a bra the way that I did, because it was quite creative, it wouldn't have been such a big deal, but because my bust was so big and people who look at me now probably wouldn't believe it, um, it definitely would have looked more provocative. But as far as I was concerned, it was just building up my followers and everyone who knew me in real life knew I wasn't like provocative, so it didn't matter. But an older cousin of mine who I didn't even have on social media, um, actually contacted my mom about it and she was calling me all these names under the sun and like basically she called me a whore and it bothered me kind of like at the time I had this attitude of kind of like whatever but it did bother me because I started to think is this what people that are supposed to love me think about me and then so after that point a lot of the things that people started to say about me impacted me differently and I think along my lifetime there have been points where people can say things to me all the time and it doesn't matter but when it comes from people that you expect to love you or people that are supposed to be closer to you it just hits different so my relationship with social media from that changed because I would do things and I would have this confident run and then I would get into my head, even if nobody said something at that point, I would get into my head and I'd be like, oh my God, no, I need to delete everything. Like people are thinking I'm this way or I'm not that way. Or I could be, you know, meet a new person, say, who just meets me from social media. And then they just like, oh, you just want to be a model or oh, you're this. And also there was copying, which I will get into later, but I've had a history of issues with being copied as I said in the beginning I 
like to be unique. So copying really used to rub me the wrong way and sometimes it still really irks me. So I was constantly in my head when it came to social media. I think I'm the type of person who's really supposed to kind of like post and go and not really sit and look at what's going on because when I sit and look at what's going on I get in my head and I just want to get rid of all of it. So that was me as a young person, as a teenager, I had those issues with social media. So by the time I got to, so from about 18 onwards, I basically lost most of my friends. Oh, lost is a great word for it, but I basically didn't have most of the friends that I had before and I limited the access that people had to me and my confidence went down the drain and I was just in a different kind of space in my life. Um, a downward spiral kind of started. And so when it came to social media, I really didn't really want to be on it that much. Or if I was on it, I limited things. So then at that point, I started to use it less. And I also started to have like smaller pages. So I would delete my old pages, get a new page. And then I would have it like private, just a few people on there, 50 followers that are all people that I constantly speak to. And then um, 50 followers back. And it would literally just be like my close friends, the people that I'm working with, the people that I'm studying with at that moment in time, family members. And that, and even that was a lot for me, like 50, it was still a lot for me because I think with me, when I have people around me, I am the type of person that kind of, if I don't know the answer, I'm going to find it for you if you need it, because I like to be able to help people. And so it's constantly kind of like being of service, being used. I'm 28 now and I still haven't got to the point where I have found the friends that want to be my friend just to enjoy life like just to do nice things that we have the same things in common and just to enjoy life and so as a result my relationship with outside people anyway is interesting. And so I found that even having just the 50 people on my little private page was much. And then I was in a dynamic where I was constantly being policed on who I followed in terms of males, which was probably, I think it was three of my cousins. Um, so as you can tell, my relationship with social media has constantly not been my own. I've constantly given it to the power of my social media to other people. And I wanted to make that clear that I have given it because a lot of the times, although people can, you know, see a situation and manipulate it to their gain, I know that ultimately the power is my own. And had I had known that, I would have made different decisions. And now that I know that, I have to make different decisions. But I can't just put the blame on everyone else. Because if I wasn't giving and giving, and if I had boundaries in place, then people wouldn't be able to take advantage of me. So it's not just a victim, like, oh, woe is me. Like, no, I contributed by allowing it because I was feeding into these narratives. And I was letting people do whatever with me because I was putting myself there basically as a doormat. And so my relationship with social media, I kept deleting it. I didn't really want it. I had Twitter up until, I can't remember, but I deleted Facebook probably in 2011. I deleted Twitter probably 2012. And then I only had an Instagram, a little private account up until 2017. So from 2017 onwards, people have had a lot of access to my energy, but I couldn't have prepared for what came next. And so 2017 I've gone into you know public um forum people have access to me now I've made a twitter account and I have instagram people are coming and finding me business and pleasure have mixed together now now my personal instagram is just business and I don't have any personal space on the internet for myself my social media platforms both of them are consumed with business I'm using them for business and again no personal space for myself on these platforms. Um, my only personal space was Snapchat, which I actually do not have a problem with Snapchat. I barely use it um, anymore. Uh, yeah, I really barely, I don't even have it on my phone at the moment, but that has never been a problem with me. But everything else has just been like, you know, no personal space for myself since 2017. And I was listening to, the other day, I was listening to Drake say what's real. And if you, even if you know the song, just listen to it again, because I feel like the whole song is like exactly speaks to where I am right now. Not just the part of, you know, 
where he says, I had a talk with my uncle and we agreed that the pri- my privacy is the only thing I need back. But it was, there's so many elements of it where he basically is talking about, like, people have this idea of me that they believe is me and I just let them run with it. And that is exactly my relationship with social media. There have been people that have found me from all different experiences or all different things in the, since 2017 until now. And they have their separate ideas of who I am as a person and they just run with it and they just stick with it and so if I show another part of myself which I think I spoke about on another podcast episode I'm not sure but if I speak show another part of myself they're kind of like is this you like is this really you as a multifaceted person you will deal with that I've noticed that this comes and it comes with the internet but I value deep connections and social media in terms of connecting is way too surface for me like it is way too surface for me and so I realized that what I had done is you know everyone talks about mastering the art of being a private person but making people think that they know you I have done that and I had done that from many years ago I think I've done that most of my life however that has actually been my downfall and this social media break in April made me realise that because I have mastered the art of being so private but making people think that they know me that when they then think they know me and they come and dictate to me at different times or they want my energy at times where I'm not giving it or I'm you know softened into just relaxing and they're like is there something wrong then I feel the need to you know show up or post content, or, you know, have something going on, because they want this, they want to know what's going on, not necessarily, when I say have something going on as well, I don't mean like fake something, I just mean show what I have going on, because of course, I live a life, I always have things going on, but sometimes I'm just completely not interested, and I really could go months without posting anything on social media, but then people are like, hey, are you okay, I was just checking, you were quiet, and I'm like, let me post so people know I'm alive, And I'm posting what I'm doing right now so it's real but I don't really care to post and so it's like you can be authentic but still do things that are out of character or out of the character you want to wear or live in you know. So I think that's where I've um, existed on social media. But there is a quote that says God doesn't watch Instagram he watches people which is so true and I feel like in this break and just in my life in general over the past I want to say four years I have been focused on who God sees me as and seeing myself as that person and I'm so engulfed in that that outside of you know other people I have such a full spiritual experience going on and there's so much going on that it really does consume me but not in a negative way like I'm so happy to have my time where it's just silent my phone is off I am you know praying I'm talking to God I'm meditating like that to me like consumes me and I feel so full and I'm so like alive and then when I do go into conversations with other people and they want to know what I've been doing those parts of me feel so sacred like the things that I'm working on or the things you know God calls me to a different kind of silence and a different kind of like okay intention and I can't share all of those things with people so I find myself not really having anything to talk about like I feel bad at times well I don't anymore but for a while up until this break anyway I'm brand new now um but I felt bad for it because in conversations people feel like a distance from me but I just honestly I don't have anything to share with them and so with social media I'm like okay well maybe I'll just you know share the messages that I've got from God in my solitude I'll share the things you know because people seem to like want to know what's been going on and I find that then people split into two categories there's the people who genuinely did just want to know what like God's been telling me they want to know what like what spiritual stuff I've been awakened to and they 
they like that. And then there's other people who don't want to know that. The people who just want to know my personal business. And I'm not in the business of wanting to give that up anymore. And so I find myself engaging in conversations that feel very surface with people from the internet. Because I am not in the interest of wanting to tell you my business. Now you just want to tell me your business. Or want to tell me what you assume my business is. And then we're having these surface conversations that are kind of like I'm not giving all the way or I give a little bit to kind of like silence and then afterwards I think why did I even get out of character and again when I'm saying get out of character it's not necessarily negative it's not like being nasty or anything it's just kind of like okay well here you go this is what I did yesterday if you must know but I didn't want to tell but I'm doing it and it's like coming from being such a people pleaser there's still parts of where in order for me to kind of like, and I know this is going to sound a bit harsh, but in order for me to shut people up, I'm like, do you know what? Let me just go into the people pizza blag and just throw them something that they want. When I'm looking back, I'm like, God doesn't watch Instagram. God watches people. And my relationship with God feels very healthy and very good. So why do I care about the internet? I don't. Your moral standard is more important than your social media status. And so... My focus is on making sure that my real life matches my posts, which it does. However, I don't want to post all of my real life on Instagram anymore. I really don't. I don't care to. Um, If you're hearing this right now and you go on my Instagram, you'll probably see that I've deleted most of my posts. I think I had like 160 posts and I've deleted most of them. There's barely anything left on there because I just... I feel like I'm going in a completely different direction and when I look at the internet I'm like what do I need the internet for? I thrive so much when I'm offline. I'm so happy when I'm not on the internet. Like I feel so full and even if I'm not speaking to anyone I would rather not speak to anyone directly than have 10 conversations that are just kind of like empty. Like that to me is just a waste of time and energy and then also Another thing could be like, okay, well, sometimes people use the internet or Instagram specifically for inspiration. I don't need the inspiration. I know who I am. And I think I've just kind of been documenting my journey as it goes along. Um, And I have people who say things, which sometimes there's backhanded comments, but I have people who say things in terms of like, yeah, because it's, you know, I like your authenticity, I like your authenticity, but it's only when I'm sharing, like, the hard things that I've overcome. When I speak of my confidence, it's kind of like, they, like, feel like I'm so far removed. Or if I speak of my confidence, and then afterwards I say, like, oh, do you know what, I realised that there was this kind of area that I needed to work on too. It's like, I'll have people say to me, oh yeah, because I saw you was being, like, really confident, and I was thinking, is that real? And I'm like, hold up wait a minute because it is real it's so real just because there's an area of my life that I'm like ah I need to go and tend to doesn't mean that the rest of my confidence isn't real that this 95% of confidence is not real and that that 5% that needed tending to overpowered everything else but I think when you are so consumed with social media you start to measure things off social media standards for example on social media if a hundred people come in and say like you look great and then there's one person that's like oh my god she photoshopped her picture like you're gonna get stuck on the one person that's like well the one person that's like oh my god you know not everyone but most people will and I think that's what people look at life as so especially if you're someone who's living in kind of like negativity and someone else is happy but you know you may have come from similar circumstances it's like waiting for something negative and so I find that on social media especially my social media there are people waiting for something negative and because I've had so many things that have happened that have been negative and I've shared a glimpse of those things online just to be authentic to myself as I'm going along the journey I think there are people who actually enjoy that and they can't wait for me to be there again or to tell me like well done for like overcoming that because I thought you were never gonna come back again like the way it just sounds sinister especially now we have voice notes like it just sounds so sinister and I'm like excuse me like I don't really like this internet thing anymore um and so yeah it's oh it's just so it's changed my relationship and how I'm looking at it has just changed 
And I was listening to someone reading out a Khalil Gibran poem and it's called Do Not Love Half Lovers and I'm going to read it to you. Hold on. Let me get it up. So it says, do not love half lovers. Do not entertain half friends. Do not indulge in works of the half talented. Do not live half a life and do not die a half death. Do not accept half a solution. Do not accept half truths. Do not dream half a dream. Do not fantasize about half hopes. Half a life is a life you didn't live. A word you have not said. A smile you postponed. A love you have not had. A friendship you did not know. You are a whole that exists to live a life, not half a life. And I'm like, this is it for me I feel like social media for me is so half-hearted I meet half-hearted people loads of things just feel half-hearted I even feel half-hearted when I'm engaging in certain things there's so much more to me and I find myself like because people came to some people came to my Instagram from business things or career I'm like okay you know keep it toned to a certain part of you don't show them that part of you like even making a TikTok, I made a TikTok and I was like, oh, this is cool because I can just like be the rest of myself and there's no one there to leave me a comment telling me how, oh, you know, well, this doesn't really matter. I'm like, girl, leave me alone. So um, yeah, it. I'm just like, I'm too, I'm too full of life. I'm too much of a full person to just be with social media like the way it is and I feel like as well it spreads me thin like there are things I'm working on yes okay the internet does is a great for business for me like it is great for business I have clients through Instagram and customers through Instagram and you know for my businesses like people come through the internet so that is great and it is beautiful but when I start to spread myself thin and I start to say do you know what because people don't want to listen to a podcast, I'll just also put it on a quote picture on my Instagram page. Like, why am I doing that? When I love an artist and say they're a musician and then they decide that they don't want to do music anymore. Someone like a Lauren Hill, for example, who decides I'm going to just take a break and do what I'm doing. If someone drops an interview of Lauren Hill or something, I'm like, whoa, I gotta go check that out. Now, I liked her because of her music, but it was her as a person that I value. So I'm going to find her elsewhere. If she drops a clothing line, I'm going to check it out. Like, because I value her as a person. And I think most of the people that I look at and I respect and I value aren't paying attention to who interacts with them, who comments on their Instagram page, who has their opinions of what they should or shouldn't post. Like, they don't see it, they just do them. And I love that for them. And I think part of me also that loves it is that the true me inside is that. But I still find myself, you know, putting a bit of water and diluting me a bit in spaces. And I think that's always gonna be something that I constantly have to have these reflective moments to go back into, check, notice where I'm doing it. And I didn't see like the blind spots and then reinforce my full self because I have spent so much of my life doing that. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I think like sometimes I see people say negative things about people who are constantly reflecting on the same thing or constantly, you know, like realizing where wounds are still showing up and they look back and they're like, oh, see, they're not healed because of this. And it's like, that to me is so for the birds. I know who I am and that's all that matters. And I hope others can feel that too. I notice these spots and I am so grateful that I'm noticing these spots and I'm noticing them at such a faster pace now. Whereas once upon a time, it would have taken me three or four years in a terrible cycle to be able to realize, I don't think this is for me. Now it's taken me two or three months and I'm shifting again. Just last this time last year, I was in such a different place. Um, I was accepting and allowing so many more things than I am now. Now my life is so much emptier of things, of clutter, of relationships that don't need to be there, of, you know, endeavors that don't need to be there. So I have more space within me to just be this pure channel and to allow things to flow through the way they're supposed to. And this is how I like me. So I'm going to continue to do that. And if it means deleting all of my posts on Instagram and starting fresh and 
who knows I could just post Starbucks cups for the rest of my time and if you don't want to follow me don't follow me and if you do do but every time I tailor my social media experience to the people who say more of this do this it never works well for me because it's funny people will ask for something you deliver it to them and then they don't even engage with it now for me I don't care in the sense of because I didn't care to post it in the first place I care when I'm sitting kicking myself like why did I do that when I knew I didn't want to do that so again it's not nobody else it's that me I'm like girl what is your problem like why are you doing this? So this break has really made me kind of have a girl sit down moment. You don't even need to be spreading yourself thin for these things. Like it's it's not important. Um, it also made me realize as well that my authenticity is so personal to me that I literally can't measure it at all by anything outside of myself. Not even my family. Like I cannot because... People are going to see you as deep as them as they see themselves. That's the only way that people can see you as deep as they've met themselves. And if they haven't met themselves at the same depth as you, who are they to be able to tell you who you are? And I find a lot of people would love to tell me who I am. And the same way that someone can bring you up with their words, they can bring you down with their silence at times. And I don't wish to be on that kind of yo-yo. So... I had to step back and look at it differently and be like, okay, what am I going to do with this? Because one issue that I have had was with social media is friends. Making friends on social media, thinking people genuinely like you feel you and then realising that they don't. I have experienced so much jealousy on social media, so much competition through social media. And this is not just people who have met me on social media. This includes people that have known me in real life. And then because of how people receive me on social media, they get bitter and they hate it. And I'm like, you know me in real life. These things don't matter. When you're with me in real life, I don't bring these things up. I'm talking about like real life what are we doing right now I'm not picking up my phone to sit on my phone if we're meeting up to go and have coffee or you know like unless it's work and if it's work I'm not sitting telling you oh my god this work is happening you know so it's definitely impaired a lot of relationships I also found myself which is what I'm guilty of of having friends in real life who don't support me on social media but support other people and although it really doesn't matter like in terms of because I have to focus on me at the end of the day and that's only determining what that person's like you know as a person it's not really has anything to do with me it's not personal to me but I was taking it personally because I am a sensitive person and so if I have a friend who you know they see the blood sweat and tears I put into something and they see me working so hard and they see me go through things and I finally finish and I make a product or you know I have this great opportunity and it's on social media and they see it they say nothing, they don't contact me or congratulate me and then only months down the line or weeks down the line when someone else that they look up to shows interest in it, they're like, oh my god, look at that person liking your post and I'm like, I don't care that that person liked my post, like, that's great if they liked my post to you because you are a fan of them or you think they're cool but you're my friend, I would have valued your liking my post even more, or you even saying to me, like, I see that, and so, um, friendships has always been a big thing for me, in terms of not knowing who to trust, but I'm that type of person, I would rather trust you, and then have you show me I can't trust you, than to go in and paint everyone with this same brush, as not being able to trust them, and then you turn out to be a trustworthy person, I've ruined the relationship, so I think as a result of that, I'm gonna always experience times in life where I get burnt, and I'm okay with that, but I think I'm definitely gonna stop looking at social media as kind of like a space where I can make authentic friends, they may come, at some point maybe but up until this point I feel like there's been a few people that I'm like definitely have a nice rapport with but the people that I've become close friends with through social media up until this point have ended up stealing from me have ended up um like copying me verbatim (laughs) like 
with things like that. And ultimately, it doesn't matter because I am not them, they are not me. So if I was to steal from them, literally physically steal things from them or if I was to copy them or do things it's never going to work out for me because I don't have their blueprint I don't have the recipe for their source I'm not them and I can't do what they can do and vice versa people no one can be me only me me as me it's a real full experience to be me I'm still learning different parts of myself I'm like wow that's why it's so easy for me to work well under pressure because of this so if I'm still figuring me out then no one else has what it is for me. But I think when I'm on Instagram, when I'm on social media and things like that, it can consume you as an individual. But when I'm on there, I definitely find that not only is it distraction, it's overstimulating. So when it's overstimulating me, my nervous system is out of whack. And so things that shouldn't even matter to me and don't matter to my logical mind they're hitting me in different parts of my energy field and now I'm feeling weak but then I'm continuing to try and focus and live and see things from my logical mind but my body is saying another thing and so I'm literally at a war with myself and when I think about it I'm like I'm at war with myself because of the internet that is the most silly thing I have ever heard happen to me and when I compare it to my life I've been through things that are so real that a friend you meet on the internet not really being the friend you thought they were on the internet is like why do I care so I think this break has definitely showed me that with the internet although I know it's a distraction although I know when to take myself off although I know I don't really care about it like on a wide scale I also have learned that there are certain parts that I do care about that I don't wish to care about and so in order for me to really change my relationship with um, or change how things affect me I have to change my relationship with the internet and so basically that's what I'm doing right now. My energy in terms of the internet and things I think I'm in a space now where I've got my confidence back and half of me wants to say that I've got my confidence back from where I was when I was like an early teenager. So at the point where people would have called me vain and things like that, where it got knocked then and I went through certain experiences that really shifted my life. Part of me wants to say that I'm getting it back to there, but then the other part of me is like, I'm getting it back to a point that I've never experienced in this lifetime, which is why I said at the beginning of this episode that who I was before 28 and who I am from 28 onwards are two completely different things and they are, they have to change. And so I want to leave her behind. Like there's been times where I've left the old parts of me behind. I'm leaving like the first 28 years of my life Like, I'm leaving them behind. Like, thank you so much for bringing me to this point of the journey. But I'm moving to another level now. And if people don't feel like they can relate to me, then they never really related to me. Because I am still Ellis. I'm still so many different things. But I'm not here to be limited into anything. And if you bought my book, which um, you should check it out. If you bought my book, Labour of Love, the way that I've put the book, I really have spoken about it from my child birth to up until turning 28 that's where I wanted to drop it for my birthday and the things that I'd been through that had really impaired my experience and the fact that now I'm going into a period where I'm gonna just get back to changing myself whenever I feel like it if I delete all of my posts on Instagram every two months and then come back as a new version of me so be it it's my space to create I'm a creative I am an artist, this is what I do and I'm not putting myself in any situations that make me feel like I can't do that and so social media, I have allowed it to limit me and yes, I've still been free and the full spirit and stuff but there is no limit to freedom, there should never be but still I have been free within bounds in areas that I didn't even notice existed. There were areas where I felt so free in because I was so focused inwards that I didn't realise I was in a cage. And that happens sometimes. Sometimes you're so focused inwards in your own world, your spiritual journey and being with God that you don't realise that someone has got you in a cage. And now that's beautiful because 
that's where you dream big. But I have to remember in those moments where you're dreaming big from this cage and you're in with God, ask God for the keys too. And you'll get those keys to break open that lock. And so I've asked for the keys and the keys are like, keep going, like put your foot on the gas, keep going, like break free. Like I'm a petite little woman. I could really slip through some of these, these gates. Like I'm, and I'm just saying that being silly, but like on an energetic level, there is nothing that can tie us down, but what we allow to tie us down. There are energy vampires running rampant on social media and some of them don't even know that they are. And it's not always from a negative space. Like even when I think of the the friendships that haven't been real on social media, the people that have stolen from me and things like that. If I was to sit down and really look at every single individual who has done me wrong, and we're just talking about social media in this sense, but I could take this further, but just say social media, everyone who has, you know, stolen from me, everyone who has pretended to be my friend, but really they, they're not, they see the attention I get, they want it, like, you know, things like that, I can sit down, knowing them from the times that I've got to know them, and understand where it came from, enough to not be mad, enough to be like, do you know what, this is a wound and in their own time. And if one day they look back at the experience with me and realize that, oh my God, I have this wound because I shouldn't have done that to that person. I am more than happy to be that for them. More than happy. I don't mind. At the end of the day, we're all here to be of service and we don't know how we're going to serve people. Sometimes our service isn't so much us doing something. It's just how our spirit irritates a demon that's attached itself to another one of the beautiful souls in this world, you know? So yeah, I have to pull myself back from it. So I think now moving forward with social media, I don't really know what my relationship is going to be like with it Um, in terms of like my Instagram, what I'm going to share because part of me wanted to just delete it, (laughs) I just wanted to delete it and be like, oh, see you later, get back to living my life, so rather than deleting it, I just deleted most of my posts, and I think moving forward, my relationship with social media is definitely gonna just be, it's gonna be things that don't get to my heart, I think that's my relationship with it, I can't say I'm not going to be posting up in my stories and talking, but I think when it comes to the things of my heart, that's what I've got this for. I feel like the experience of me as a person is for people who really want to get to know me as a person. And so if they want to hear my what I've got to say, my words and things like that, they can listen to my podcast. And if they don't want to, then they don't have to. It's like not by force, but I think I like the fact that I have a space where I can speak as I've wanted to do this for so many years and now I've done it. I don't need to overcompensate or spread myself thin in other areas. Here is my podcast. Tune in if you want to tune in. If you don't want to tune into my podcast, then see me when you see me. And if you want to build a real relationship with me, then find a way to do that. But where I am on my journey, I'm very happy with like I have a good relationship with my siblings, a good relationship with my mom, a good relationship with my nan. The things that I'm working on creatively, like I enjoy doing them and I feel so happy and at peace that those things are personal and they don't require anyone's help or input or opinion on any of those things. In terms of living my life, anyone who knows me knows I'm very happy to go solo and do something but I'm also happy to meet people along the way and enjoy moments with them too. My life is so simple and I like it being simple and I think I overcomplicate it when I try to kind of like meet people where they're at or kind of like return to where someone met me or where their mind can meet me at so that I can pass on a message to them that I feel like it's for them that's not where I feel like I need to be now and so I was having this conversation with myself actually yesterday when I was praying and I was like you know if I was to sit down and look at my life really because I never look at my life in full I always look at it in pieces I think it's too overwhelming to look at all in full but I, I was like if I was to do that just from kind of like briefly even letting it pass my mind I would say, and I was saying this to God, so I was real confident with this. I'm like, I would say that I deserve, I have earned the right to be able to rest for the rest of my life. Honestly, I truly believe that from my core, that the right to rest for the rest of my life. 
But I know I'm not going to do that because I know I still always want to give things to people and offer things to people. But I'm just going to do it in my own time and I'm going to prioritize rest, which means most of the time I will be chilling and creating and who knows, maybe I'm painting, maybe I'll have another book come out. Who knows what's going to come? Who knows if I'm going to be, you know, England's next top model um, in five seconds from now, life I'm just allowing life to take me wherever I want it to take me. And I think when it comes to social media, I do want that old relationship I had back with it, which is funny. The relationship that I had with social media that was my favourite was probably the time when I had lost all of my friends and I only had like 50 followers and I was following 50 people and it was so limited and I barely really used it but I posted it every now and again like that relationship although the reasons for it weren't necessarily the healthiest I preferred that relationship with the internet I was posting what I wanted I felt no way to change things up when I felt like it and I want to get that relationship back with it you know like I do like sometimes I look at the internet and I'm like this is just life people say life is a game but when I look at the internet I'm like this is really the game like you can do anything be anything and you can change your life just by using this tool of you know the internet and I just want to have fun with it again I think there's so many times in life where I should have had fun and I didn't and so now I want to move forward and have fun and I think as a type of person that I am my kind of fun is always still going to be kind of like (laughs) it's still going to kind of come across as like a teacher's pet kind of fun because it's not the same fun as everyone else but it's my fun like If I just want to come off the internet for a month and just sit and read my books, so be it, you know? Like, if I want to post once in a blue moon, so be it. Like, the internet every minute is like, post this content, do this to grow your following, do that, boo-hoo. Like, yeah, it's great. Like, have a strategy and go for it, like, you know. And I'm always going to challenge myself, so that's not to say that I'm not going to be like, hmm, let me try this. Um, just for fun purposes but not for pressure and so even when I'm like I'm I feel like I want to delete all my posts there's always someone who has to give me an opinion of like don't do that this is growing don't do this this is doing this oh it's reaching people where's your posts gone like you need to keep posting post them again sometimes I post things like you know maybe on like um like whatsapp or something and people are like post that on Instagram right now and I'm like I don't want to actually I don't want to and whenever I do it whenever I do something that I don't want to do straight away I'm like why did I do this and for the rest of the time I'm like why did I do this and then I get stuck in my head like but if I take it back now then they're gonna be like why are you doing that like I I feel like every not every episode but like every month or every so often there's gonna be an episode where I'm just saying oh my god I'm people pleasing again because that has been my thing that has been my biggest burden in this life and I will call it a burden because that's when I feel the heaviest and now realizing by going back to Instagram and feeling overstimulated and realizing oh my god this thing right here is doing something to my nervous system that is not good for me I now have this new kind of like oh okay this is not just I'm not just saying this out of a space of being miserable I'm not going back into a depression or anything like that I'm saying this for my health this is not good for me so yeah me and Instagram we don't have a thing going on anymore I don't I'm gonna switch it up I'm absolutely going to switch it up and see what happens. So, RIP long captions. Um, Well, I don't know. Maybe my captions will stay. Maybe they'll go. Who knows? I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm changing my whole relationship with Instagram. Now, of course, my sacred return is still going to be my sacred return. This podcast is still going to be here every Wednesday. I love my sacred return. This space for me is like my favorite space that I've created. And I've obviously I have other businesses and other things, but like this is my favorite space that I've created. So I wanna pour, if I'm pouring any internet energy into anything, it's gonna be for this. So this podcast is here every Wednesday. I have more things in the works for this podcast. And this is where people will find me. 
the Instagram page, my sacred return Instagram page. There's constantly going to be content, content that delves into more things from the episodes and also different things that are teaching people things and stuff. Like, you know, we are on this journey at the end of the day. And a lot of the things that I'm working on are to do with my sacred return because this is what I'm passionate about and this is what's helped me heal so much. And there's so much for me to share with people about what I've healed, but I want it to be in this space and then my personal Instagram is going to be for me and if I decide to post me getting my nails done or drinking Starbucks then so be it like I feel like I've had so many people that when I do do certain kind of things like I am a very soft kind of person in terms of I like pretty nice little things I like little light things I like to go and have brunch and you know read a nice book in the library, I like to go to museums, I like to travel and rest, it's very like a soft life and that is the life that I live, I'm always kind of doing stuff that's very nice and easy for me on my own accord, those are the things that like are just my regular day-to-day kind of things and I have had relationships with people and I've had friendships which I guess I really do need to do an episode on friendships but people who have like oh I don't like that side oh that looks a bit and they're negative about people who do live lives like that like oh that looks fake oh it's not real or everyone can't always be at peace and I'm not always at peace and I doubt those other people are always at peace but I definitely choose peace and I aim and strive for it for the most part. And so I think if I now knowing this, of this reflective period from my April social media break, if I know this information now and I continue going the way that I've been going, it's going to be inauthentic. Because up until this point, I didn't realise that I was still having this unhealthy relationship with social media and that I needed to implement more internet boundaries and I also needed to kind of like start fresh. So I know I've been honest, but I've just shared more than I felt comfortable with sharing or in spaces where I'm like, it's just too much for me. And then now I also have everyone's opinions, which is why I like having this podcast because only people who listen to it can share their opinion. And that's what I love so much as well about writing my books. Like only those of you who have read Labour of Love will really know what is in there, the experiences that I've been through, because people on social media can have me on social media all day, but unless you have that book, you won't even know some of the things that I've been through and the things that I was going through while I'm on social media and I'm posting and I'm sharing things and you're thinking, hey, this seems cool and it's really, the backstory behind it is not cool at all. Like, but when you, in that book, I put in a lot of things and so people can see in my art, in my offerings that I give outside of just my Instagram page, there's value there and there's realness and there's the full scope of things and I don't feel like my words can get minced what I'm saying is what I'm saying and you know sometimes I might mumble on my words or be like um 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 but that's honest and that's authentic and that's exactly how I'm expressing things it's not tailored for any kind of experience it just is what it is and I like this it's unfiltered and it's just me I don't record these episodes and then kind of like you know make it all perfect like it is what it is <laughs> as you if you've been here you've heard it it is just what it is and I like it like this it's very much me just being me and documenting me being me and so if people want to keep up with me this is where they'll find me all on my sacred return and if you want to just see me you know my face or see that I'm alive or whatever I decide to do with Instagram if anything moving forward then over on Boogie Bonnet, that's where you'll find me. But yeah, I've decided now, of all the things that I've done, of all the things that I've been doing, in this space right now, moving forward, my relationship with the internet is is too much for my nervous system. I want to just be light. I just want to feel healthier and I've decided how I'm going to do it. And so that is what has happened with me with social media. So I'm going to post a post on Instagram saying... I'm going into this new chapter, but this is the full episode, so depending on which way around I've done this, if that goes up before this episode goes live, no, it's going to go up after, but if you listen to this after, then this is the whole experience of kind of like my backstory with social media, what this break has taught me, and where I am right now with it, 
and how I'm moving forward is just going to be different and please this is one podcast like episode I don't need opinions I don't need opinions on how I need to do it what I should do who I should become who I should follow nothing like I don't have that interest or care 28 is different 28 is very different I knew it was going to be different because of the whole numerology aspect of things I didn't realize how different like I'm brand new like I'm born again so it's interesting but yeah this in episode I didn't expect to have an episode that was like a girly chat this week but it has been one and next week's episode I'm actually going to be joined by a guest I'm going to have my friend joining me and we're going to speak about some of these old narratives so that's going to be very good I'm very excited for you guys to all meet her because she's amazing and yeah it's going to be a cool episode I hope you all have a lovely week, enjoy the rest of your week, enjoy the rest of your life and if you feel like you need to make a change, make a change no matter what, no matter what it is, whether it's moving homes or like whatever's in your means of course but whatever's in your control that you feel like you need to change, you feel it is affecting you in a negative way, just take the leap. If anything of this episode that you take away, it's just take the leap, why not? What's the worst that can happen? Nothing. So I love you all as always. I appreciate you all and thank you for being here and until next time. Thank you for joining me for an episode of My Sacred Return, the podcast. I hope this space made you feel comfortable and that you'll return next week. If you feel called to, please subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend. You can keep up with me on Instagram at My Sacred Return and the rest of my social media links will be in the description box. See you next time, sacred souls.